Welcome to Superhero Slate, the show we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. <laughs> we love TV movies and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week we are talking The Eternals. We just actually got off recording our Eternals review, so mm-hmm. that's out. If you, love, if, you've, if you have seen it, we recommend you listen to our review. Uh, we'll also be previewing or guessing a little bit what's going on with disney plus day mike i got some 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 mm. leaks in here we're going to talk about which is like most of them Ooh. in the show notes so love them gonna, leaks we're gonna go over that uh more morbius had a trailer i got, <laughs> I, got I have to i have to legally put that up front so uh so morbius has a trailer and more so Chris, uh, Chris is like editing I, the whole podcast now within uh, Discord, which is actually streamlining his workflow. But now we kind of uh, start the podcast in almost like this uh, twenty seconds of like silence. So I feel like I'm almost like a, a musician, like standing behind the curtain, like waiting to walk out onto the stage. And then as soon as I bust through the curtains, everyone's like, ah. So we're bringing a little bit of a different, I feel oh, like, yeah. energy at the very I, first couple <laughs> seconds of the TV show. It's it's pretty. I I laugh on the inside just because we've been doing it like the exact same way mm-hmm. for hundreds of episodes, yeah. and now we're kind of like switching it up. So it's fun. It's good to be adaptable. Embrace change, people. I, That's what I'm trying to say. I need a goddamn stream deck. Is what I'm. <laughs> I'm trying to do everything with the mouse and the time codes and everything all at once, and I'm just like. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do this. So this new audio thing, it looks cool as hell on video. We're recording it right now. I've preloaded an image for every article in here, Mike. Ooh. So we are we are going to have at least a title card image for everything in here because I went ahead and did that last night, staying up late. Because yeah. we have an extra hour today. Like, we got everyone got a yes. last hour back. <laughs> and, so. of, and, of course, this is from the perspective of this uh, – of the uh, video portion of the podcast that we're mm-hmm. trying to uh, build out a little bit, but don't be worried, folks. This will always and first and foremost be an audio-based uh, podcast. This will just be a little bit of extra flavor if maybe you uh, listen to us in a secondary monitor while yeah. you're working in the middle yeah. of the day, and oh, maybe you want a video version of it so you can just kind of pop on over and see. Uh, oh, what uh, what new posters are we talking what? about today? What uh, what casting? What does this person look like that's been cast as this character? We, mm-hmm. We'll pop up a picture of their face. So don't don't, uh, don't make promises, Mike. Unless you're doing, it, <laughs> don't make those promises. Uh, what what we can say is give us a like and a follow so you can stay up to date with everything, whether it's on mm-hmm. video or podcasts, or tell your friends uh, or, or lie to your friends to really get them listening. Like, oh my. I recommend lying to your friends. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're not family, yeah. so you can really cross that threshold and really say whatever you yeah, want. Exactly. So uh, we, we recommend it uh, to get listeners to the show. But also, um, what what's cool about everything we do, whether it's the, the audio version or the video version, is we have time codes for everything. So if you're looking to go reference something we've talked about before to prove someone that they're wrong, uh, because, you know, we're always <laughs> right over here on Superhero Slate, we all have the time codes. You can just go whip that video uh, clip out of here, send it to them through YouTube, send it to them through podcast, whatever you need to really, you know, show your knowledge to your friends. So that's, that's really what we do this for. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm going to get back into some of these settings. I'm looking at back here on our video, Mike, I'm going to let you talk about what you've been watching. Yeah. So, uh, me and my wife has started a, a new tradition where we don't want to breach the firewall mm-hmm. of American Thanksgiving, uh, when we are allowed to start watching our favorite holiday movies, right? We feel like those movies are sacred and cannot happen until after the after the festive eating turkey holiday. But everyone else seems to be getting into the season a little bit early, so we kind of want to dip our toe in. So our new tradition is from November 1st up into American Thanksgiving is when we just, uh, it's like a random grab bag. Whatever new, dumb Netflix Christmas movie they made, we'll give that a shot. Weird, random Hallmark movie that nobody cares mm-hmm. about that's following these exact same formulas that all the other one follows. So we'll watch them there. So it's kind of like our testing proving ground. So we load up Netflix on this past Friday, and what is presented to us is a brand new Christmas movie star, uh, by the name of Love Hard. 
that's starring uh, I don't remember the lead uh, lead actress's name, but her last name is like Dobrev. She looked kind of familiar. She kind of looked like uh, the actress that plays a uh, Scarlet Witch. Nina, uh, Nina Dobrev, right? Is it Nina? Y- yeah, Nina something Dobrev. Uh, she almost looked like a. Um, uh, I keep wanting to say uh, a Culkin, but that's not true. Uh, the Ol- she almost looks like an Olsen yeah. visually, but she- she's not an Olsen. <laughs> uh, v- uh, Vampire Diaries, I think one of those was a. Is it Vampire Diaries? What's one of those vampire shows she was in? Yeah. Who? Uh, what? Uh, whatever. The, her counterpart, though, was uh, Jimmy O. Wang, who you might know as uh, um, Jin Yang from Silicon Valley. I think he also plays a character on uh, Netflix's Space Force. And, you know, he's out there. Uh, he's uh, getting his career started. He, he's a really funny comedian. And it was great to see the two of them on a poster. A very interesting juxtaposition. So we just went ahead and clicked play because this is the, the description is something along the lines of uh, one of these people thinks Love Actually is the best Christmas movie of all time and the other thinks Die Hard is the best Christmas movie of all time. What happens when they get together? Wacky hijinks ensue. And we thought it was just going to be just an god-awful experience. But... It was actually like a pretty decent movie. I mean, our expectations were all the way to the ground, and we ended up having a good time. So I think if you just kind of need a new Christmas movie to add into the rotation that you don't have to like think too hard about, and you don't have a lot of nostalgia baked into it, go check out Love Hard on Netflix. I actually had a pretty good time with it, surprisingly. Like it totally falls for some of the tropes that all of these kind of like rom-com Christmas movies fall into. But I, I think they do elevate some of the storytelling to like, oh, I actually genuinely laughed at some of the jokes which it doesn't even happen a lot with a lot of just straight up comedies nowadays do you want to know the through line for this movie mike Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the producer is mick g oh yeah yeah i saw his name i was like i saw his name with the i was like mick g but i looked up the director and not a whole lot out there in the world so i kind of like a fresh uh director um and then the writer surprisingly enough for kind of like this christmas romantic comedy uh, it's written by two two folks. Uh, only one of them has a picture on INDB, and that person looks like a Chad that walks straight out of a gym. He looks yoked, and he looked like he might be in this other movie that I'm going to talk about next. Um, but I was like, this this burly, this burly man who looks like he lives on a surfboard wrote this movie? It was just really funny to see that. So, yeah, if you want an interesting Christmas experience, uh, go watch Love Hard pretty funny but that segues into the next movie uh interestingly enough uh i have been uh blessed slash cursed with one month of paramount plus so i feel like i gotta use it before i lose it and uh i love watching just random movies i barely have to pay attention to when i'm working out because uh, i don't usually listen to music when i'm working out i will just watch random stuff on streaming because i have a podcast where i have to keep up to date with everything out there in pop culture so it's a good time to cram some in there so i finally got around to watching baywatch a movie nobody was asking us to watch so i don't even know why i made that excuse to begin with but you know when you see Dwayne the Rock Johnson on the screen, uh, it makes you lift a couple extra pounds because he's huge and it makes your your workout a little bit more aspirational. But that movie was wild, not in a good way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's hilarious because there's like an after credit scene of like basically threatening the audience with a sequel. And it's just like, this movie ain't getting a sequel. Um, I think the only reason I bring it up is I think it was shot in Georgia, probably on the Georgia coastline. And... I don't know what happened with their production schedule, but they weirdly enough couldn't find a single day to shoot where the sun was out. So you have your like introduction of like this beach and all of these lifeguards and all of these sexy people in bikinis. And it's like overcast the Ooh. entire like first act of the movie. And I'm just like, they're not going for an ominous, ominous tone. This is supposed to be like fun time at the beach and they just couldn't get the sun to come out. So it was just, it was just weird. So I never really thought about the, Meteor- meteorological quality of my films before I watch them, but now I'll never forget it. So I just thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. So Do you, you Bay- know, Baywatch on Paramount Plus. <laughs> uh, from a filmmaking point of view, uh, Overcast is the best because you don't get harsh shadows anywhere. Yeah. And you can control the lighting. However, most people just CGI the blue sky in later. Uh, so yeah, that's, for, that's for a beach scene. Very yeah. strange <laughs> to very, see very all weird. these uh, sexy people in swimsuits and it's just like, oh, it's cloudy out. Yeah. Um, mm. 
But that is Baywatch, Paramount Plus. If anybody has any Paramount Plus recommendations, that's not Star Trek. I'm what? sorry. Oh. I only have like I only have like two weeks left of Paramount Plus. I do not have the time to literally finish anything Star Trek. Well, so th- I just, think that's off the plate. This is the first time I think all the movies may have been on Star Trek, or all the Star Trek movies have been on Paramount Plus. Finally, mm-hmm. I think it was like last week for the first time. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm I like, sup- you own I sup- those. <laughs> Why would you wait to put those on there? But yeah, yeah I suppose I could watch a Star Trek film. Have you, have you but, watched uh, Wrath of Khan? Uh, I've I no, I think I have seen the original, but it was a while ago, and I didn't retain much. Ah, okay. Um, well, go but on. over to the next streaming service that is Disney Plus, which we'll be talking about a lot next week. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is a week. great little doc. Yeah, there's a great little documentary over there by the name of uh, A Spark Story, which is a little doc uh, following the creation of two Spark shorts. Um. I think one of them is called 20-something, and the other one is called Nona, and it follows the two uh, short film directors that made those, and I just love to see how the sausage is made. I'm a big fan of Pixar and animation in general, so you know, if you really want to get into the production of uh, the behind-the-scenes of the shorts over at Pixar, uh, go check that out, and... You know, obviously this is a, uh, a kind of like a company directed documentary. So they're trying to get a specific message across. So there's not a whole lot of warts in this uh, documentary, but it is nice to see the conscious effort they are making to bring different storytellers to Pixar. You know, Pete Doctor can't direct every Pixar movie till the end of time, right? They got to get new directors in there at some point in time. So go check out A Spark Story. It's really, really nice. And then... I, this has nothing to do with anything we ever talk about on this show, uh, but I'm sure it's uh, it's IP has been turned into a script at some point in time, right? But I played my very first game ever of Monopoly, mm-hmm. Asterix, with the actual official rules. Uh, I've never played a game before that didn't have like a, a bounty and free parking or just random wild house rules or just... I never even used the auction functionality of the Monopoly game, which is the function that makes the game not last half a day. So uh, even though the game went into the middle of the night, so it still took long, I won my very first game of Monopoly by the rules, so I feel like I have that under my belt. It was the Schitt's Creek version of the game, so I don't know if that is officially sanctioned by the Monopoly uh, competitive headquarters, but I feel like I cut my teeth a little bit on this game. So I have that under my belt now. I just wanted to say mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm one and zero when it comes to official uh, Monopoly well, rules. It's set, funny you so. mention that. Uh, in Fortnite, they added the Monopoly tokens as uh, back blings or backpacks. <laughs> what? What? This was, yeah, literally <laughs> on Friday. I was like, this is weird. Add to yeah. I you know, eventually we'll be watching the the first Monopoly teaser trailer, and it'll be starring like. I don't know, Cuba Gooding Jr. I don't it's know. Ryan gonna be in it. It's going to be Ryan Reynolds, right? Oh, I'm yep. sorry. It's animated, and Chris Pratt is doing the voice of the Monopoly oh Man. Oh, my God. What can't the man yeah. do? Uh, the, my, his, his, he's doing everything. He's voicing Garfield now, too, apparently. <laughs> but, well, I'm going to jump into video, speaking of video games. I've been playing more Guardians of the Galaxy in my spare time. Uh, I Normally, mm-hmm. I crank through these games pretty good, but I'm actually really enjoying myself um with this uh it's referencing a war that has happened and we won't see this war in the game but it's pretty much a comic accurate version of annihilation uh a very cosmic war there's lots of i went through um the collectors like um his uh museum i bought a ticket and walked through all the and see like all the displays and stuff going on there and it's really cool Mm -hmm. to see some of the stuff pulled into into that from from that uh from that that universe so this has been really fun uh i've got my uh frost guns and i've got my electric gun so um element damage through the roof man so it's been it's been a good time i stopped meeting um so I, i've been uh with cosmo who was actually motion captured by a real dog for, for the game and so i mean i'm in that portion of it with the with the dogs so that's pretty fun but mm-hmm. uh, uh again um, this game will probably be on sale this holiday season, so I recommend anyone who is looking for for a single player story uh, game uh, to pick it up. It's been been pretty good, been pretty good. Uh, let's jump into this. Uh, we we just got off literally hot off the microphones. Mike is so hot. Ow, uh-huh. ow, a little sizzly <laughs> there. Uh, reviewing the Eternals. Uh, we were able to go see that this weekend. Thankfully, uh, I saw it Thursday night opening the IMAX, and you saw it at a regular screening Saturday morning. Uh-huh. So we. 
were able to go in and watch it and we did a whole hour long review on the on that episode on on this movie because this is a huge movie with 10 main characters mike can name three out of 10 of them he might be able to do better (laughs) now but he was able to name three out of 10 live on that episode so um this this movie is going to i believe be talked about for a few weeks uh however um, I think I think another um, the next Marvel movie might release some information this week and kind of drown out any um, discourse, if you will, about this movie. Uh, hot off my sources, Mike, tell me that we might be getting some Spider-Man stuff while we've been on the Ooh, show this week. Finally, um, yeah. So like a poster, and you know what comes with a poster? Usually a trailer. So um, <laughs> well, okay. For the last three weeks in a row, we've been saying that Spider-Man yeah. trailer—it's yep. already out, and oh. you're listening to this uh, podcast right now. We feel like fools. I, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm still saying it. I'm going. With that. <laughs> I'm sticking to my guns. Um, but there was um, um, I um, one of my, one of the sources I follow the links says the poster's coming today, if not first thing tomorrow. So usually trailer text. But anyway, we're talking Eternals. There is some discourse out there. Um, I, we, we talked about it, Mike, go ahead and lay, lay your thoughts on it. Let you go first. And then we'll, we'll talk about, um, what, how yeah, spoiler that. free. If you want the spoiler version, head on over to our spoiler, uh, cast of the Eternals. That's in mm-hmm. our podcast feed, but spoiler mm-hmm. free. I feel like this movie introduces some interesting concepts. Uh, I, I like some of the addition of the new characters, but there is a whole lot to juggle here. And I wonder if maybe there was a better way, a more eloquent way, maybe a more efficient way to tell this story overall. Uh, I love the striking visuals. I love the scale of uh, some of the big and small characters. Uh, I, I felt like maybe some of our a- antagonists, uh, their stories ended up in a way that I, I wish would have been a little bit more satisfying. But overall, I think there's enough here where I could recommend the movie. And I think I would put this maybe uh, middle to uh, lower tier Marvel overall. But it, it's really hard to talk about this film and not mention the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes discourse that is floating out there in the world. So uh, it seems like a lot of the critics would lean towards not recommending Marvel's Eternals, but I feel like you could very easily recommend this movie. I think there's enough here to have a good time and a lot to expand on, but it's not without its flaws for sure. Mm-hmm. So check out the uh, spoiler cast review if you want to hear all of the ins and outs of Marvel's Eternals. Not the Eternals, just Marvel's Eternals, just, apparently. Just Eternals. Yes. <laughs> they dropped the the. I mean, so it's, it's confusing. We were there when they announced this movie in 20, what, 19, uh, was it? Like? Mm-hmm. Um, it was summer 2019. They were like, this is coming out in 2020. We were like, oh, hot damn. But it's been pushed back <laughs> a year as it is. Uh, so, you know, we, we've been sitting on this for a year and a couple of years. So it's, it's good, glad to, to do that. I, I agree with Mike. I'm, I'm actually probably a little more positive than I, I love one of my favorite things about Marvel comics is the cosmic stuff, the, the lore of, uh, you know, bigger powers that be outside of the earth. And, um, you know, this is a, the, the Eternals are a great, um, combination of, of celestial cosmic lore and, you know, Terra, Terra, uh, human populations and, and how they mix. And, you know, 10, 10 characters is a lot to juggle in this. And some, some of those characters, uh, do do meet um, I wouldn't say uh, they they suffer because of that right because you want to know everyone you want to love everybody and they do a great job making you care for these characters so when you know you feel like oh that's this movie should be longer to to get more of those uh, moments and characters that's, that's like that's a good sign so I think I think it's been a, a good time I I think this is you know following phase four Black Widow Shang Chi than this. This is by far the loftiest of the three in Phase Four. Um, this is again, like I said earlier, swinging for the swinging for the um, the fence. It is this is trying to to hit some some high concept information into just a two and a half hour movie. And uh, when it soars, it soars. This movie really feels like a real movie. Sometimes not just um, something like you know uh, in in the Marvel mold, if you will. So it, it does knock some stuff out of the park. There are twists, there are turns, surprises. If you think you know it, you don't. That's the best part about it. I, I love being surprised and 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 not having any spoilers. And uh, I think where this movie um, commits to to what it does, uh, I'm very excited to see where the future of the MCU is now that they have acknowledged these um, these powers that are just beyond, um, I guess Thanos, if you will. Like you know, Thanos was the biggest threat to Earth, and 
the, the infinity stones are different because they're very limitless power in itty bitty living space, right? That's that's a little <laughs> ad reference. But like now you have literally we talked about the the idea. Mike has always asked us on the show the idea of scale. Mike, did they did they did they meet your expectation for scale? Is is just you can just say yes well, or no. We still have some unanswered questions overall yeah. when it comes to a scale of gigantic cosmic beings and you know humanoid uh, characters. Mm-hmm. So there are some left to be described, but I would say there are some pretty captivating scenes when it comes yeah. to uh, big and small. So yeah, uh, they do that, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. So that, and then also um, fun in credit stuff. So uh, stay around for that. And uh, if you have seen it, listen to me. We'll, we'll explain those a little bit more in there. So uh, yeah, I think I think that's a solid solid go see from us, right? Like you'd want to see this in theater. I think it. I think you. I mean the visuals. And the action scenes and everything really, I think, culminate really well yeah. in the theater. I mean, no matter how you want to watch it, I could recommend this movie on some yeah. level, which just is uh, butting up against the uh, consensus of uh, critics out there in the world. So yeah. uh, as opposed to some other people out there, just because I disagree with critics, uh, I, it doesn't mean I think that they should be abolished or we should yeah. burn down Rotten Tomatoes. But there is just a big question of like, why did it go the way that it went? I, I don't know if we'll ever have that answer, which leads to a lot of hot takes and discourse. Yeah. But uh, clickbait, clickbait all the, over. Yeah, we, we, we don't remember at the end of the day, it's just a movie. Uh, there's movie. other things that normal humans on the planet well, have to worry about. So just make sure your your bills are paid and you're uh, you know just chilling, well, relaxing. We're, we're, we're not here to tell stuff. you what to like either. So if you like it, it's fine. If you don't like it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We don't care. You like you like you, you watch what you want. If you're watching Christmas movies right now, though, I will judge you. I will judge you and put you on a list. So, uh, Mike, that goes for you, and that goes for other people. You know who you are. You, yeah, you know who you are. Anyway, moving on through this, um, we're gonna go ahead and talk about the Doctor Strange movie that was recently delayed. So, um, being delayed, uh, well, this is like the second or third time, right? That has been delayed. Uh, we now have. Um, uh, some Mer- some merchandise, yeah. That, Merchant, we, yeah, it's merchandise. So um, so what uh, we have here is a puzzle, um, which is weird that we're talking about puzzles. Uh, and I'm gonna have to <laughs> fix this link because it just downloaded rather than actually showed me what the link was. Uh, is that it's a comic book Doctor Strange, um, fighting uh, a big eyeball. And if you're familiar with Marvel versus Capcom, you might know that big eyeball as the character Shuma Gorath. Uh, are you familiar? With Shuma Gorath and why this is kind of important. We briefly talked about Shuma Gorath when uh, episode one of Marvel's What If appeared. uh, Because when you're looking at Marvel, when you start to see tentacles flying around, uh, you just automatically go to Shuma Gorath. Because kind of the only sentient tentacle that you can really think of at the top of our head. It it didn't seem to pan out. We never saw the big eyeball, at least within the multiversal TV show. So uh, it looks like at least within this uh, coloring book... Mm-hmm. Maybe leaning towards a giant eye, but also at the same time, a coloring book. Uh, I don't know if you can uh, definitively definitively look at something like that. Just like how you can't look at a Lego set yeah. for, um, for a, official. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Shuma Gareth is a cool looking character. It looks like a and d monster, right? Well, so I think that would be exciting to see on screen. It's like a more tentacly Starro uh, mm-hmm. for for for. for, for people who may not be familiar with it very much more tentacles one big eyeball very much a um a, a sorcerer supreme of another dimension but what's you know this this item that we're looking at here this this puzzle literally looks like just comic book art like i i believe they could have just taken it literally from a comic book and put it on the cover of the puzzle not the actual movie and that would totally be what i could see them doing right like that's that feels like what they've done here is just taking comic book art right so Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to put too much uh, faith into it. However, we have heard that Shuma Garth may be in the movie. I would love to see it. I believe uh, was, did you already talk about um, what if they had the, like the tentacles and, mm-hmm. and, and like, if you look up Shuma Gorath, like literally like people are like, Oh my gosh, it was in what if I'm like, we never really saw what it was. Right. Like we just mm-hmm. saw the tentacles. So if they are, that'd be a really cool, that would actually make what if connected to the MCU finally, because mm-hmm. it was just kind of whatever. That's fine. What we're really here to talk about is next Friday is Disney Plus Day. Mike, are you excited for Disney Plus Day? 
Oh, man. If it's anything like it was the previous year, which I know it was technically an investor day last mm -hmm. year, it was hype. The whole yeah. day was exciting. I was uh, glued to my TV, probably should have been working. But, man, announcements, yeah. announcements, announcements. That's what this nerd right here lives yeah. for. So I'm so glad uh, that it's not just weirdly in, like, the middle of the week. You know, it's kind of at the end of the week. Usually things yeah. are a little bit slower for folks on a Friday. So man, I am down to clown. I am putting in a day a day off request for Friday. That's for sure. Because, <laughs> uh, last year during the investor day, I mean, like I said, we, they went through everything Disney, and not just they went through movies and TV shows and um, pretty much every property. And like I said, I went to Taco Bell, came back, still had like listened to it all the way there and back. It was wild. But like I feel like this is gonna be like much more brief and much more thing. But like we just got off Fandom, right? So mm -hmm. Marvel needs to hype us up for the Disney Plus. Um, you know, we have another, what, year on our subscription, Mike, since we both did the three-year plan. Uh, oh, yeah, until we got to start paying monthly. Yeah, until we, until we got to go back and see what, what the next deal is. Uh, I wish we could bank some uh, for that. But I, I believe, you know, we have Marvel, we have Star Wars, we have, you know, other Pixar uh, and Disney stuff coming up, you know, for this. But what do you want to see, Mike? What what are you looking to get out of Disney Plus Day? Because, I, you know, I put some stuff down here that I want to see, and you may you may echo those sentiments, but, like, yeah. what are you trying to well, get out of this? I I think obviously we, we want to see some footage for, I don't think they've necessarily delineated phases just yet for the, for the streaming series, but I do want to see a little bit more out of these, uh, these next projects, which I think a lot of people are looking forward to. Uh, mm -hmm. We've had a big lack of, I would say star Wars on Disney plus when it comes to all of the announcement that they made last year, I swear mm -hmm. they announced like 12 live action series. It feels like last year, mm -hmm. we haven't had a whole lot of follow up there. So I'm curious where that's going to you go. You want that Andor series, don't you? I know you're a big <laughs> fan of Andor series. Yeah, and, and then, of course, the, the X factor of the unknown, right? What yeah. is the brand new thing that we don't know is happening that's going to be announced, right? What's yeah. going to be... Uh, I'm trying to think what's the equivalent uh, last year when it comes to Marvel. Like, what's going to be the, uh, like, Ironheart or Iron the, Wars? The secret invasion kind of stuff. Yeah, like, you know, what's going to be, what's going to, what's that thing where we're only going to get the logo for it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and nothing else. So I'll, I'll be looking forward to that. And then it's all it's always fun to see the other stuff that, you know, Disney is working yeah. on. Like, you know, what random Disney property, you know, are we going to see... Um, I think there was a. I want to see yeah. more of the the Zootopia mm -hmm. series that they announced last year because yeah. I I love Zootopia, such a good movie. I, I want to know what they're gonna do with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I don't I don't know much. I mean, I would like to to see where they're where they're taking this. Again, one one I put down. I want to know be one trailer at least footage, right? Like I want to see mm -hmm. Ewan McGregor in official clothes uh, as mm -hmm. Obi Wan. And and you know you know what? I'll even add a little little cherry on top to my wish for you, Mike. A lightsaber, a blue Ooh. lightsaber. That would be pretty sick. Uh, they'll probably show Sandor footage, but that's on my wish list. Um, again, footage from Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight. Those three, I I'm calling them Phase Two Disney Plus shows because technically they mm -hmm. were announced secondary. Um, you know, we are we going to get that confirmation? Miss Marvel is using crystallized powers. Uh, I want. Will we actually see the uh, a fully realized? Uh, Tatiana Maslany as She-Hulk, right in the green. Oh form. yeah, yeah. What's that visual gonna look like? Yep, yep. And then um, uh, Moon Knight. You know, what's his costume really look like? We've seen a couple of leaks, but I want to know what what are what are they committing to here? We have Oscar Isaac, one of you know big actor here, right? Uh, just got mm -hmm. off of Dune. What what what's he gonna do with that? And then new announcements. I agree with you. What 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 is the unknown? What is what is next? Um, is it uh. You know, is it is it an X Men TV show before we get a movie like a mutant? Oh in, in yeah, I mean, we won't be. You know, this is going to be Disney Plus related, so it doesn't seem like we're going to get cinematic announcements. But who knows? Maybe there could be something mm -hmm. teasing towards Fantastic Four or maybe Blade in some way. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, ex exactly. Um, there, there's a lot here uh, that we just, like. You said we just don't know, and it's not that we, you know, um you know we're ignorant about it. it's like they just haven't told us yet and i'm very excited and there's gonna be a lot of hot takes on this this week as well i'm i'm pretty mm -hmm. sure people are already trying to get those clicks this yes. week and uh, thank goodness for a friday really uh yeah. for a friday uh drop so we can talk about it on sunday <laughs> that's right we will we will have it right right off there as much information as we know now one thing that seems that will be announced and is confirmed is werewolf by night has an actor uh cast to be uh, the the main role I believe here, Mike. So we actually 
are looking at actor um, Gael Garcia Bernal uh, as the lead role in this 2022 Halloween special. Now, we've talked about this before a little bit with Werewolf by Night. Um, I've never heard of a werewolf by day, so um, (laughs) I don't know how he's not normally a normal werewolf. Uh, I I don't know much about this character, but it seems like it'll be a one-off short, and he may... Uh, you know, uh, chance of being be introduced in Moon Knight before he gets his Halloween special uh, next year. Now that would be pretty. That'd be pretty solid. What do you that, think? That's actually kind of an interesting strategy, right? You know, um, you, you know, you could be introducing you know a character like Miss Marvel, a big character to be added to the MCU, and you introduce them in their own streaming series before they kind of make the graduated step to the big screen. Well, you could kind of do the same thing with maybe uh, an antagonist or a villain or maybe somebody a little bit lower tier, right? You know, you go back one step, introduce them in like a like a like a ninety minute special, and mm-hmm. then when they show up in a streaming series, you got a little bit more uh, weight and backstory to them. That could be kind of yeah. fun, or or it could um, be something maybe they they felt like they really resonated with who shows up in one of the episodes. And like, let's follow this character a little more and see see where they are. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying that this couldn't be made to be entertaining and it's probably not the best example but maybe like one-off specials could be employed a lot in the future like maybe how did crossbones become crossbones in between uh mm. uh captain america uh, captain america the winter soldier and civil war right you know how did he scrounge up that armor i i i wouldn't be too excited for that but that's just the first example yeah. that popped up well, in my head so the idea is you know you, you mentioned 90 minutes well what if this is a, a one shot maybe this is the introduction of one shots again uh, like a like a oh, fifteen so maybe to twenty minute thing, like a little short film. Yeah, yeah. that could be interesting. Uh, I think that would actually maintain uh, a budget better, and also like you know, kind of like you say, entertaining. Like I don't want to sit down and watch a ninety minute Werewolf by Night mm-hmm. thing, like a, like a movie. Give me something short, like a little bite, and then you know, introduce more of these with more characters. And I think yeah, that'd, that'd be the, a way to do it. I mean, uh, one shot's the best way to describe it, but it kind of makes me think of. Um, uh, the what was the Punisher short with the laundry? Dirty laundry. Just called La- Dirty Laundry, mm-hmm. or like the uh, the um, Venom one. The yeah, the Venom one yeah. where it's just in like a, a black and white in an apartment. Yeah, that could be kind of fun. Maybe kind of doing those on an official scale. I mean, Disney Plus loves shorts. Like I said, it's a very easy way to increase your catalog without necessarily increasing your budget, right? Because when you do your investor day presentations and you want to soar your your uh, stock price, right? You point to the number of, we added X numbers of things to Disney Plus this year or this yeah. quarter. And, and nobody's following up with like, well, how many minutes of content did you actually add? It's like, no, 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 just numbers of content. Well, not you could also, content, I mean, so. hours watched will go up as well. Yeah, and that's true. Hours watched. That's one way to, that's one way to do it too. But yeah, so, uh, that's what, that's always one thing interesting to think about when you're talking about Disney plus the one side of it is the audience and the other side of it is the shareholders mm-hmm. and the numbers that you want to present, uh, each quarter throughout the year. So and, yeah, that's, it's a strategy. And this is a way I think to flesh out, um, minor MCU characters, uh, without having to spend an entire series or, uh, movie to them as well like yeah 20 minute thing let's let's do that i mean mm. it helped agent carter get a whole tv series that's no longer canon so uh, <laughs> take it take it well it's, it. can- it's 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 canon it's probably just a multiverse yeah yeah we haven't got we haven't got there yet that they, they've kind of wiped those abc shows off the table though <laughs> that's fine so i'm gonna go ahead and jump into some some hot leaks this week mike some hot Ooh, leaks i know hot. you love leaks so these are marvel studios uh leaks these were Posted on Reddit, um, the source was verified by the moderators before this came out. So I think all this is going to be announced this week already, okay? Mm -hmm. So a lot of this is going to be Friday, so we're going to see how much we get correct. But first and foremost, Kevin Feige hates leaks, and he will change stuff if they get leaked early enough just to prove people that's 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 a threat people (laughs) like if you like if you really wanted to see uh you know silver surfer pop up you know in the eternals or something like that and then it leaked he's like no no i'm taking silver server out he's out of here that (laughs) if he will he he brought us into this universe and he will take it out of this universe he's the he's the he's the mom he's he's every mom out there with that threat to their children so don't miss don't misbehave folks he will turn the cinematic universe around you watch watch. (laughs) uh but the first one is that jim carrey has been cast as modok for multiple series slash movies. And mm. he is rumored to make his first appearance, whether as his human form or not, in She-Hulk 
then also Ant-Man Quantumania. Yeah, Modoc has been hitting the scene a lot, right? He's got his yeah. own uh, comedic Hulu series, showed yeah. up in the Marvel's Avengers storyline. Yeah. Uh, goofy looking dude, right? So yeah. I feel like, yeah, maybe like an Ant-Man, a, a humor, a more humor-based uh, movie yeah. is going to be and, the best way to introduce this television-looking well, mofo. And, 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 you know, if he's as, straight as is, I think it'll be harsh. But he, he seems like a character who would commit to transforming over time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of like how he did with Sonic. Now, She-Hulk has been uh, a, thir- a, a half-hour comedy series is what it's being billed as. So mm-hmm. um, easily you can see Jim Carrey being in there as well. Um, if he's looking for, oh, She-Hulk, she got, you know, Hulk blood and now she's a Hulk. You know, I want to transform myself. Could easily be a way how he gets to Modoc. You know, I, I see the connection there vaguely, not not necessarily directly as the villain. Mm-hmm. But Jim Carrey as Modoc does excite me a little bit if i was to be completely honest i i think you know you want someone who's a little unhinged and has the, those comedic chops now he is no stranger to superhero films uh he was the riddler in batman the forever riddler. which he was essentially I, playing I, the joker but yes yeah i don't know i never saw the the cable guy that was a superhero too right he had powers no I think, no right? no he, he, that's just a, <laughs> this is a regular person uh I, regular I man by day cable guy by night that's the weird part. You shouldn't be cable guy during the day. <laughs> I was trying to think if he was in the other. I mean, Sonic is, I guess, is his, his video game movie. Did he have anything else you mm-hmm. can think of? I mean, uh, I, I, Jim Carrey, uh, he was a, a 90s darling for me. And then yeah. uh, things got a little introspective for him, at least recently. So mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of new stuff from him, but he's a talent. Yeah. I know he's got a, a interesting real life personality that I don't know no. a whole lot about, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I say even early two thousand, the uh, the Grinch, uh, which you know you shouldn't be watching until December. All you people mm-hmm. out there talking to you, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think this is this would be an interesting casting choice if true, and hopefully this is like this would be one of those surprises we get on Friday that you know even if this is true, it's still going to surprise the hell out of me. So um, mm-hmm. I'm very excited to to kind of put a pin in this one and be like, will this come true or not, or has somebody else been cast as Modoc, or has he been cast as somebody else? in this thing Mm. so let's let's jump down here to moon knight uh vampires big we're right off hot off the heels of halloween right vampires Mm -hmm. so hot right now uh (laughs) and apparently moon knight will be our introduction to vampires before we get to the big screen uh version of blade i mean that 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 makes i don't know a whole lot about the character but i know they are kind of rooted in the mythology Mm. of uh kind of Egyptian culture. Yep. I don't necessarily associate vampires with that, but you got mummies yep. and uh, that kind of exists in the, the universal monster universe, yep. right? You know, mummies, vampires, Frankenstein creatures, right. if you will. So yeah, I could see it vibing in there somehow. Moon Knight and Blade kind of exist in this Marvel, um, not Max imprint, Marvel Knights imprint where like mm-hmm. at Daredevil, they're, they're fighting stuff at night and in the shadows that you never know about during the day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So so I could easily say they say talk about Dracula being a major villain. Well, the moon god Khonshu has always chosen like a uh, someone to be his, um, I guess, totem in the, in, the, uh-huh. in the real world. So over time, over decades, Khonshu and Dracula could be at odds. And, you know, Moon Knight, Mark Spector's caught in the middle of it, possibly. Uh, I would love to see Mahershala Ali Blade make an appearance in the MCU. Uh, so this is great. And then the other thing is um, a, a thread that we may see take over, Mike, is Adora Milaje uh, may be a, a connecting thread to all these MCU uh TV, MCU just, TV short or episodes. Yeah, they're they're just a seasoning, right? They just they they take out the se- the seasoning from the from the pantry mm-hmm. and they just sprinkle them on every series. Yeah. Uh, they'll pop up and they'll probably be like a trend, right? They'll pop up in like the third episode of every series. Yeah, <laughs> just to do some cool shit and then they'll drop out. Yeah. So well, I think that'll that'll tie into maybe hope maybe Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever, maybe not. I don't know, but like. Yeah, we don't have Nick Fury anymore because we saw uh, a couple years ago on Spider-Man. He's out in space with the scrolls. So mm-hmm. um, the Dormelage would be an interesting thread uh, throughout that. Back to She-Hulk. Uh, the uh, There's a rumor there's going to be a Hulk fight, Mike. Do you want to see Hulk's fight it out? I mean, I I assumed, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, well, She-Hulk and, and Hulk never really come to blows, right? They're kind of uh, not... Not against each other, uh, I guess, if you will. So, mm-hmm. 
if they are fighting, whether it's for training or against each other, I don't know. That's, that's you know, that's the conversation is how are they fighting? Why are they fighting? And how cool is that going to look finally to get a Hulk fight? Mm-hmm. Um, because we saw Abomination back then. So I'd love to see whether they've come from 2008 to 2022 in terms of CGI for Hulk fights and how cool that's going to look. Uh, William Hurt to return as General Ross. This guy is getting up there in age. Uh, but he is one of the, you know, he will have been stood out in, in, in the MCU from the Incredible Hulk all the way down to, to Black Widow recently. So You can't stomp out that mustache, Chris. It's you ever present. You can't do unaging. it. A, a, a grumpy old white man in the military is what he'll always be. <laughs> uh, Charlie Cox will be there as Daredevil and Matt Murdock, but a variant of his Netflix character. Uh, going to put a pin in this one. This might be something they announced this week. Um, we, people want Charlie Cox's Daredevil so bad. They can't see straight, Mike. Like, I don't <laughs> think anyone else could ever be cast as Daredevil and anyone would be happy about it. I, I like. I weirdly think, I'm not saying this couldn't be true, but like this just goes to show you humans' ability of pattern recognition, right? Mm-hmm. You know, not a whole lot of famous, iconic lawyers within the, within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but... As soon as you start about talking about a She-Hulk show, everybody just automatically assumes, oh, well, Matt Murdock's got to be there, right? They're two lawyers, right? Well, I mean, I think they could could exist independently of each other, and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But humans, we're always looking to recognize patterns, so that's probably why that rumor has not Mm. stopped, (laughs) not even for one day. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, I guess of the things from Netflix to carry forward, I guess the Daredevil series is what people want the most, right? At least least Mm -hmm. be thankful nobody wants Iron Fist to come forward because... Then we'd be upset. Uh, Abomination will have a big role in the series. Unsure whether it's Emil Blonsky or the creature form. Um, mm-hmm. Can we can we talk about Shang Chi yet, or is it, do we have to wait till next week when it's on Disney Plus? Uh, we'll, we'll wait one more. We'll wait. Week. And, and plus, wait. yeah, you know, we have Disney Plus Day to talk about some of that yes. stuff too. So, well, either way, Shang Chi: uh, Legend of the Rings is out on Disney Plus next week, so for free uh, if you pay for it. So there you go. And lastly, uh, Titania is a villain, and they will have four mocap actors as the Wrecking Crew. You remember the Wrecking Crew from Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Those big bulky guys with, like the crowbars and like the, the big yes, ball yes, guys. yes, yes, yes. Apparently, were they were were they featured with the in the Heroes for Hire? episode where they were uh with luke cage and iron fist were they fighting the wrecking crew in that episode they might have been i also know they fought thor at one point because uh, they were like they're mm-hmm. as guardian okay. enchanted in the comic mm-hmm. books i don't think they're as guardian enchanted in the mcu if they do come forward so mm-hmm. um i'm interested to see what those look like if they do have mo- mo- motion cap actors playing these big like beefy men uh-huh. who swing around wrecking uh equipment so there's that moving on to black panther wakanda or war for wakanda namor is due to appear due to the ocean status <laughs> just the ocean st- i mean mm-hmm. uh, uh uh this this is yeah yep uh, yeah <laughs> yeah not not a, a, there is some ocean there was a non-explicit but definitely some stuff happened to the ocean recently yes, in the it did. MCU. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So I I'm, okay. I didn't bring that. I, 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 yeah, anyway, uh, I, I want to leave this that. as vague as, as possible. Mm-hmm. So um, I believe that. So, and Koye will dress up as Black Panther at some scene, but not long term. So we'll get to mm-hmm. see. Um, uh, I can't think of the actress's name off the top of my head. Uh, Dana Guerrera as a... Uh, as, as in the Black Panther outfit, which is cool. So, uh, currently, hiatus on Black Panther is paused filming because Letitia Wright suffered an injury. Uh, also, because she's a dumbass. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, did she? I mean, she was eventually probably going to injure herself from uh, mm-hmm. being anti vaccination. Yep. So, it was, uh, you know, bound to uh, slow down production. See my time. previous comment, Mike. Uh, is she that. the Aaron Rodgers of the MCU? Uh, Bam! Sports reference, finally, on the Superhero wow. Slate podcast. Wow. I can only bring this up because uh, it was briefly trending on Twitter, yeah. and I hung out with a friend from Wisconsin oh, last night who was very invested go. in the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Black Panther, Warfare, kind of big, big question mark up in the air. This movie's already being rewritten once uh, due to the loss of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, so this has really got a big question mark up in the air for that one. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume 3 will apparently show uh, Xandar's destruction by Thanos in uh, flashbacks. What do you think about that? So we finally get to see that. 
for a little is bit. Is this part of the? Is this part of this set of rumors? Yes, yes, it that is. Popped yes. up on Reddit. Yep. That's interesting because uh, a lot of what we are uh, were talking about here until we kind of came up to uh, Black Panther was uh, streaming Disney Plus stuff, right? Yep. And then all of a sudden we got two cinematic rumors here. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe we possibly will see some uh, some cinematic news on Disney Plus Day, and I guess that's not totally out of bounds because these things will eventually, right, forty five right. days later, land on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we it, could get some movie announcements. It, it could be. It could also be uh, whoever is working for Marvel just happens to have access to everything all at once. So yeah, I suppose it's true that the mole inside yeah, yeah. just copy and pasted any folder they saw, right? Exactly. <laughs> and if not in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, this scene about Xandar's destruction could be in the Marvels. Uh, as well instead um, or maybe it's in that holiday special right <laughs> you are i don't know how s- holiday special I don't, I don't i don't i don't know how no the holiday special <laughs> oh, no. of, uh, guardian Guardians. of the galaxy okay, gotcha. I, don't, I don't know how festive that is yeah. uh, overall right but you know it could be there well i think uh, you bring up a good point the guardians uh, holiday special and the werewolf by night they are holiday specials are going for but yeah uh, i don't yeah i think um it'd be interesting to show in guardians because they already were there in guardians one right like they have mm-hmm. a history with it um, so I, I'd, I'd like to, to see that. So that's a way to also bring Thanos back because that was like our biggest complaint, right? He started the movie literally with the, the power stone already. So we didn't, we didn't get a whole lot out of that one. So anyways, well, that is the end of our leak slash, uh, um, I guess Reddit section there. So now we're going to jump into mm-hmm. the next big section, which I'm still getting hot news off the press for Spider-Man Ooh. no way home right now. It is currently... Um, banking at two hours and 39 minutes, which would make it two minutes longer than the Eternals we just watched. Uh, oh, put it in my veins. This movie yeah. could be three and a half hours long, and I think I would love it. I mean, as, as much as the, the franchise is mired in the, in, in the, in the joint relationship with uh, Marvel and Sony, I have overwhelmingly enjoyed every Tom Holland appearance in the MCU, so I have no reason not to think that I, I am going to love this movie. Exactly. And also... Um, it is not an introduction to characters. Uh, it is the the uh, end of a trilogy for Spider-Man, right? Um, mm-hmm. so he's, he's had three movies, and I believe if you know things are to be um, taken seriously, and they're not just rumors, we will have every Spider-Man and villain in this uh, from from the past twenty uh, something years. So uh, I'm very excited to kind of see where this is, uh, where this is <laughs> so- going. We've been talking about this damn trailer for weeks now, waiting for it. We thought we'd get it in front of Eternal so they could play mm-hmm. it in front of the movie. Didn't happen. Uh, now I would say I would be surprised if it came out on Monday, you know, at the beginning of the week. You know, you would yeah. know now if you're listening to the podcast if it's out yet. But doesn't it now kind of make sense? Maybe you put it on Disney Plus Day? Is that mm-hmm. possible? Is that more of a Sony thing to drop the well, trailer? Y- you yeah, know, where it, exactly does that happen? <laughs> yeah, I believe it, it's Sony. Um, again, I, I, everything I'm seeing right now, the poster will arrive at midnight tonight, Sunday, first thing Monday. So people who are listening to this on Monday are probably waking up to the official poster. And usually mm. it's knowing Sony because uh, they'll probably put a featurette out about the trailer and then, uh, <laughs> you know, a countdown three more days to the trailer. I don't think we'll get on Disney Plus Day. I think um, if they do, I don't know what they tie it into, but, um, you know, uh, let's say announce a Miles Morales Spider-Man show on Disney Plus, which would Ooh, blow my pants be, off. But That uh, would be huge. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I think I we are due for a trailer. Tickets seem to go on sale, man. We are, uh, you know, a little over a little over a month away. Uh, it'll be five weeks, I believe, uh, you know, coming up this week. Can't so. Hold- can't hold anything back you now. Can't. I want the Spider-Man trailer, Mike. I'm tired of all the, the the rumors and the alleged leaks that people are just putting up because they want clicks now. So I don't know. I'm I'm excited for this. But instead, Sony gave us um, Morbius. Uh, we got a, we got a, a trailer. Remember for it. Morbius, folks? Yeah, the vampire that uh, was supposed to be out a little bit ago. Yes. So uh, the trailer they gave us a featurette for the trailer a day before the trailer, um, <laughs> which didn't uh, you know. Jared Leto is the only other actor I think who makes me feel as awkward on camera as um, Ezra Miller does. Uh, so I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, he wasn't as weird as Ezra Miller in that flash teaser that we got, but they gave us a Morbius trailer and we did a little, little hot take on this when it came out. Um, you can catch it on our social channels. Um, this, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, um, I don't hate it. Uh, I'm not in love with it, it but it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> It we it feels exactly like it's in the Venom universe tone 
visual styles, everything about name. it. But but yes, but weirdly enough, your hypothesis is that this movie exists with within the Andrew Garfield yes. Spider-Man universe, I believe is what yep. you were floating. Yep. And then when you said that, it unlocked a part of my brain, which would mean the uh, the Tom Hardy Venom yes. exists within Andrew Garfield's universe, which makes sense just because Electro is such a freaking bizarre <laughs> villain, which I feel like could totally share screen time with Venom in a weird yeah. way. But it's just, but then this trailer has the vulture in it, which yeah. I suppose Michael Keaton could be a variant of himself from another universe. I don't know. Could be the end of the, the trailer, the, the movie. The, the scene, yeah, the scene definitely reads as the end of the movie. I guess the only real bright spot that I can take out of this trailer because who asked for this yeah. movie to begin with, especially from Sony is the visuals look pretty good, right? It yeah. looked, you know, I kind of personally hate the way it looks when Venom comes out of Tom Hardy. Cause it either just looks like really cheap of like, Oh, goo just came out of his t-shirt. You know, the, the shirt didn't even move the goo just emitted from himself or in the very first movie when he kind of like shakes his head back and forth and the, his face subtly changes to like a venom with like some teeth. It, it looks so dumb in my opinion. So I, I had my bar set very low for these Sony movies. Uh, the vampire shots look pretty yeah. cool. They do some pretty cool like morphing yeah. exaggerations. It, it was like cheekbones and stuff. Well, so I, I that kind of looks yeah. cool. But that's all. That's all I really have to say to be honest. So so that that's one thing we talked about. You know, Jared Leto. He he he's a pretty boy. You hire him to be a pretty boy, right? Or or do some weird fucking you know weird movie where he was like a blind man in like Dune or not Dune. <laughs> um, Blade, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, who was directed by the Dune director. That's why I said that. Um, you know, but like they, they go full facial, like, you know, like they, when he goes full Morbius living vampire mode, he, they, they go hard on him. Like they don't make him look like Jared Leto. Like he's like a full on, you know, vampire looking pig nose looking dude in this. Yeah. With, who's we ugly. have on, we have unlocked the secret sauce of how Sony makes a anti-hero movie is you just make them dependent on human flesh in some way. Mm -hmm. Venom needs brain, Morbius needs blood, and yep. they'll go to any lengths to get it, but they're not trying mm -hmm. to be a bad guy. I'm just trying to think, yeah. what what does Scorpion need, right? Uh, he needs fingernails. That's mm -hmm. what powers his suit. I'm yeah. not a bad guy. I just need people's fingernails. Like, yeah. it just, they harvest enough people. Very strange, yeah. but... Well, it's uh, a, like, there's Morbius... No, <laughs> well, it, there's nothing really new revealed here other than the fact he he's a doctor and does not know what sonar is he says it's some sort of <laughs> bat radar echo location right like you're a goddamn doctor you don't say bat radar but you know whatever <laughs> however i will tell you this um I, I i took a pulse uh on people who are not in the know like we are right like mm -hmm. the average moviegoer a lot of people excited to see this movie uh whether it's jared leto <laughs> or just like the intriguingness of you know um I don't know if it's vampires or like the horror, the darkness of it. Because this this trailer feels very black and white uh, color. Could tone. you um, could you imagine people's opinion of this movie as it was if it wasn't called Morbius and it had nothing to do with a comic book franchise? And mm -hmm. It was just like a weird like pet project. It would be yeah. so weird to be like, why is he making this? Yeah. What, what is going on here? Yeah, well, but I mean, people uh, people uh, other than us, they're they're into this, Mike, and, and I can't I can't say anything. But all right, where, where the hell? I is mean. Where the hell does this movie live is my question, right? We saw we the Oscorp Tower from the Amazing Spider-Man. The murderer Spider-Man spray is actually the Raimi suit, apparently. And Adrian Toomes, the Vulture, is from the MCU. So yeah. f fuck us for guessing on this yeah. one. Like, they are literally baiting us with either incorrect things or just to fuck with us. What if they, yeah. what if they got Michael Keaton just to film the trailer, Mike? What if he's not even <laughs> in the movie? What if he's just there to film that one oh. scene from the trailer? I don't put it past them. I honestly do not. Put that it past would be. Them, but that would blow. <laughs> oh my god! I'm I'm starting to think they're starting to hire actors just to just to fuck with us. So. Oh my god! We 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 yeah. You've officially been cast in yeah. the in the trailer for Morbius. Yeah. Just, oh, I'm in the movie. No. Nope. The trailer. <laughs> You're in the trailer. We're gonna need you for 15 minutes next Thursday. Are you available? Yeah, you have you, you're you don't even have a line. You have yeah. two words that you yeah. have to say. See ya or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, uh, well, we we live in a world now where a movie like Eternals can get a 48 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah. uh, maybe Morbius will dazzle us with a 90 percent from the critics. Uh, I don't, Who I knows? Don't, I don't. I don't think it'll do that. But but at least the again. 
you know, at the end of the day, fuck critics. People, people's dollars will decide what 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 movie is successful. And I feel this movie is gonna make money, uh, despite how we feel <laughs> about saying, this. Say it so 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 solemn. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just have a feeling. It's just I feel like hopefully we're wrong. God, I hope we're wrong. I hope we enjoy it. Like I hope even if it's the middle of the ground, that'll be higher than the the bar. I just hate Jared Leto so much, Mike. I just <laughs> he's my anti Timothy Chalamet. Uh, no. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about something that uh, gives us even less information in the trailer: the book of Boba Fett. Uh, <laughs> you forgot. You forgot. You were like, "Oh, we forgot to talk about the uh, book of Boba Fett trailer on yeah. last week's podcast." I was like, "Chris, that came yeah. out on Tuesday yeah. or Monday." That's why we didn't talk about it. And you're like, "Oh, I forgot already." Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I was like, "Oh my god, we forgot to talk about Boba Fett," and and I was like, "Wait a minute, this has been a long ass week." So. Um, had to watch a movie. I had the Morbius featurette that day, but the Boba Fett came through and gave us a look at the show. And you know, it looks like um, some some he he rules really, by respect, not by fear, and that's about it. <laughs> I'm really getting one-off vibes from this mm-hmm. series, right? Kind of like a one-off comic book of like, oh, we'll we'll do five issues on this character, and then we'll you know we'll 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 let it lie, and then we'll continue on with our with our you know our summer story regular right? regular schedule uh, programming. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like we're We'll get about like you know six episodes of Boba Fett, and then uh, we'll be on our way back uh, to seeing Mando or any of the yeah. other stories. Well, I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad thing or anything like that, but I, I'm just getting the vibes of like I don't see much longevity here. Kind of mm. just seems like it. It seems like the character of Boba Fett is on the cusp of retirement, right? You know, he's just trying to get his ducks in a row, trying to get his condo moved down to Florida, trying to get his uh you know social security checks uh, ready to go, and he's he's out of here. He's retired. So this kind of seems like maybe a last hurrah for the character. Yeah. Well, I, I said a couple things. Um, you know, um, Boba looks a lot more um. He's like he's been out in the sun a little bit more than the last time we saw him when it was like pale as shit. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. He he looks more like oh we just got the regular actor in and he's got a normal tan. But I believe, uh, judging by the red shields and the the outfits, that is the Crimson Dawn, which is gonna uh, ties back to the Han Solo um tier, uh, movie. Do you remember the Crimson Dawn's what Kira worked for and like the. Uh, I don't remember anything about that movie, Chris. What's Crimson Dawn? What are you talking well, about? No, the, the, the <laughs> literally the the crime syndicate that was run by. Darth Maul, uh, that oh, that Emily okay. uh, Amelia Clark worked for, like that's the Crimson. I believe they they're playing out in the comic books right now. I believe like mm-hmm. this is one of those those like this is how it's going to tie back into the, the the Star Wars universe at large. Is like we're dealing with an even larger um, uh, crime syndicate somewhere out here. I don't believe Amelia Clark will show up in it, but if they they do an age up, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but like, I feel like that's what it's going to tie into. I, I don't know if, like you said, there's longevity here. He may die by the end of it again. I mean, everybody wants to kill Boba Fett, right? Give him at least a, a warrior's <laughs> death. But, um, if not, they like, okay, Hey, you, you were successful. We're going to put you back on your throne and we'll pull you out whenever we need you later in the season oh, finale of Mando. I don't even know if this is possible at all within the timeline of Star Wars because I can't even keep track of it anymore. But, like, whoa, can you think of a better, like, action figure debut or better action figure playset in your head than uh, uh, Boba Fett versus uh, uh, Darth Maul, mm-hmm. if that could happen? I feel like it'd be a little one-sided, almost like Batman versus Superman, but uh, Batman won that fight historically in the comic books, so I could see, like, Boba Fett getting scrappy, figuring out how to mm-hmm. how to fight a Sith with, like, a dual lightsaber and, I guess, robot legs at this yeah. point in time, right? Well, so. uh, um... <laughs> Yeah, he he's dead by this point, but yeah, yeah, it's fine. We could, we could we could, I think I mean I think Boba Fett even ran into him maybe in the in the Clone War show, like a younger Boba Fett. So, um, yeah, yeah, there's there's an opportunity. Like I think I think uh, the Crimson Dawn has an opportunity here uh, to to play. That comes out December 29th. However, there is rumors of a Darth Maul animated series in development as well. Um, that uh, like. Uh, that's post clone wars, but pre rebels. Like what does he do when he was running this crimson Dawn? So I believe this crimson Dawn crime syndicate is going to be like, um, like the next big villain in the, in the star Wars canon going forward. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, we'll, flesh it out a little bit. See yeah. It's going to go. On. We don't need the empire anymore. We're just going to deal with, you know, thugs and, and crime and stuff like that like that's where mm-hmm. you know you know star wars can shine a little bit and and you know what is that um the patty jenkins star wars movie rogue squadron like um you know there's some other of those tv shows that are probably dealing with the crime i i feel like they're working building towards this so um mm-hmm. i i think this this darth maul if 
anime thing. If true, and maybe they'll announce it on on Friday. Uh, we'll we'll fit into that because I believe the Bad Batch probably has another season left in them, and Darth Maul. They just keep just keep cranking out animated stuff in that era, and that that artwork it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's done so well; they've come a long way. So, um, Darth Maul's a pretty good character. You you haven't watched all the Clone Wars, have you? Have you caught up with that? Man, I can't keep up with this Star Wars cinematic universe. And anyway, the timeline's crazy. So uh, well, uh, no, <laughs> it's, it it has um it's, it's about on par. I mean, MCU's got more stuff. I think I think you're capable. I think you're capable of doing it. But um, yeah, Darth Maul was always a standout in, in the Clone Wars when they when they brought him mm. back. So you can check that out. And lastly, as of yesterday, Mike, um, I was this came out yesterday, right? The Stranger Things season four trailer dropped on a Saturday, which was kind of weird. Yeah, it was like well, it was like Stranger Things Day. Yeah, oh, so yeah. I'm sure it was uh, filled with like interviews, featurettes. I wouldn't be surprised if they like announced like I don't know. Like, I saw nothing else. A comic, is... like a comic book or a novel, you know, stuff yeah. that's like non really, not much weight to it. But what everyone was waiting for was a trailer. Yeah. Uh, we gave it a watch before we hopped on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't like a Stranger Things podcast at the end of the day, really. I'm yeah. sure there's tons of them out there. Stranger Things, nothing bigger out there in the streaming world than this one specific show. The biggest, uh, the biggest prestige hit—not prestige hit, but just the biggest blockbuster that Netflix has ever made. So it's a big deal when stuff about the next yeah. season is coming out. Uh, we, I think, we both like the show. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 well, <laughs> I like the show. Chris seems to be a little bit like, uh, I'll, I'll just dig it's into fine, it yeah. just because it's out there in the zeitgeist. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It looks fun. Uh, this is kind of like. Um, superhero slate adjacent i yeah. would say <laughs> well I, I, yeah i mean it's fine i mean it's it, it made netflix viable for original shows right i mean before that did netflix have anything original i mean uh, yeah they i mean they had things like um oh what was the political drama house of cards they had some other uh, stuff yeah. this was their first big like look what we can do you yeah. got well, th- you got to have netflix cuz you got to watch this right. show and and again it brought you know david harbour was already a big actor beforehand but brought david harbour back mm-hmm. to the forefront of that stuff brought this, these other uh, you know kid actors to the forefront i will say having it's been what two or three years since the last season of of stranger things these kids have aged up mm-hmm. and they keep giving will the worst haircuts that poor guy, <laughs> he has the worst haircut look in the, in the world. Nation. Whatever, whatever decade he's in, he has the worst haircut available, which is just honestly kind of funny. I think if I remember right, I don't know if it was an official spoiler cast for the show, but we definitely had a segment where we talked about and rapped on the last season mm-hmm. of Stranger Things. So we'll probably do the same at some point in time next year whenever this comes out because yeah. you just can't avoid Stranger Things. It's huge. It's a juggernaut. Yeah, and they, they didn't really um, give us a date for anything, but they gave us the episode titles, mm-hmm. and so people can make out what they wanted. So the first one is the Hellfire Club, which is actually an X-Men reference. Uh, Hellfire mm-hmm. Club might be something else, but that's an X-Men reference. Um, the monster and the superhero would love to know what that is. Dear Billy is a reference to the um, the guy who played the Power Ranger. Um, la- what's his name? His- the brother that died last season. Mm-hmm. And then um, the other thing was uh, Papa was what she called the um, the her I guess her lab captor mm-hmm. or whatever. So uh, anything else? I don't know. I don't know anything else. Um, however, we didn't get any uh, upside down footage in this trailer. It's just like. The, yeah, well, the, the, gov- like, the Russians are after us, and that's about all we got. <laughs> we're still in a uh, teaser territory, right? We don't really know what the narrative of this uh, season is, but uh, there's a little bit filmed out here in uh, California, so we'll get some mm-hmm. of those uh, SoCal vibes uh, with this season. And the, all of our the the one thread that I'm seeing in this season is all of our heroes have been cast across the globe, right? You got. You got uh, David Harbour, like, in some sort of Siberian prison. You mm. got some of the kids on the West Coast. You got some of the kids still stuck back in Indiana. Uh, so I feel like there's going to be some sort of, like, interdimensional portal that is uh, wrangled by these uh, kids. Mm-hmm. So they can kind of bounce around the globe, it's starting to feel like. But yeah, well, th- that's my that's my only guess here. Yeah, well, that's how uh, What's-His-Name got from Hawkins, Indiana, to Russia, right, is, is probably mm-hmm. through his portals. And they don't know he's alive. So when they find out... Um, it's definitely going to be uh, interesting. So, I, yeah, there's a lot of questions. I'll watch it. I'm not. I'm not against it. So let's. Yeah, we'll see when it when it gets here, next year. Mike, that's our episode. We did two today. Man, I always forget when we do uh, movies. How long? How long the afternoon goes? But I'm, I'm happy. It was a good time. <laughs> we had a good time with it. So, um, people know what you're up to. What you're doing. Where can they find you at? 
Oh, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can read my webcomics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, Valdan87, or Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N. And I apologize. I, I mess up a lot of these images on this video today because I'm juggling too many things. I'm keeping time codes. I'm changing <laughs> images. I just forgot to do it because I've... I need to I need to double monitor my, myself up here, and that's coming. Mike Mike knows that's coming. I went ahead <laughs> and got the got a new computer for a new generation of podcasting. So um, very excited for that. But yeah, uh, so apologize for that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for whatever you guys do. People know more about the show where they can listen to Eternals review if they've watched it, uh, and and more. Where can they find that at? Oh, all you got to do is visit SuperheroSlate.com. That's the best place to find all the avenues we host our show and to get our show notes. So if you want to see anything that we talked about today, we got that in our show notes over on the website and also in your little podcast descriptions. If you didn't know, there's usually like a little drop-down arrow or something like that, and you can get that all there. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can get merch at Superhero Slate dot com slash store uh we love hearing from you please reach out what are you looking forward to on disney plus day what are your predictions what's your like dark horse announcement like what do you think like oh no one's expecting this but this might pop up i'd love to know what that is if you want to be a super fan of the show all you got to do is share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy make sure you're getting vaccinated and boosted and we'll be here every week folks that's right we'll catch you guys next week bye Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe!